Trump's next best executive order, you will love it too. He signed it Wednesday. It's phenomenal. And of course, Trump, Biden, debate highlights dead ahead. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio, as the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for being here with us and enjoying our show as we enjoy you. <laughs> That's not a creepy. You know, there's going to be <laughs> traffic today. So no. If you're driving, be careful of the traffic, and there's going to be weather. Weather's going to come. Weather's going to change. But there will be weather. All right, coming up so at 5. So beware of it. We're aware. Coming right. up at 5, Ralph Northam has a – he's not there to punish you. It's a $500 fine if you don't have a mask on. $500 fine. I guess that would be you and me. We're sitting in a room, and we don't have our mask on. I guess he could swoop in here with his badge and his police and fine us $500. But it's not to punish you, don't you see? You must comply because you're ignorant. And without the government, you wouldn't know what to do. Many of you applaud this. I don't understand. We'll talk about it at 5. It's disgusting abuse of power. And... Uh, What's always the same thing? What should the survival right rate be for us to get out and beyond the mask? Just if 99.94% isn't good enough, what does it have to be? These people are insane. They're tyrants. They're dictators. And Ralph Northam's got to go. And I'm a little bit fearful on what the COVID crisis will look like with Joe Biden as president and Ralph Northam as governor. When do you have to wear these masks? All the time? From the time you get up? Maybe while you're sleeping. What is you the know, state They won't last in the shower very long. I mean, you have to wear them in your house while you're driving. Um, you go in any store. I don't care, any grocery store, any convenience store. You're going to see a lot of people without masks. Yeah, me, one of them. I'm just, I, I have a hard time with this, but we'll talk about that at five. But first, did you see Biden's first entrance into the stage last night? He had a big, goofy mask on. I mean, is that not the biggest virtual sign or virtue signaling of all time? I have a mask on. I care more than Trump. Trump walked on the stage without a mask. How evil does a man have to be not See, to wear a mask? Trump is immune. He's had it. It's gone. He's immune. The the debate last night was loaded with with all kinds of little nuggets that you may not have picked up on. We did. We've got some great clips, but can we start with some of the funny stuff? I, mean, I would just like to start with some of the funny things that were said last night. Actually, I thought this was one of the best lines of the night, and I busted out laughing when he said it. You got to talk him into it, Joe. Sometimes All right. You got to talk him into it. We're going to move on to our next yeah. section. Like I did with criminal justice change. reform. Okay. I had to talk Democrats into Gentlemen. it. Gentlemen. I love that. You got him talking. And I love how he changed his voice when he get, went to that. Like the very beginning. You got to talk him into it, Joe. <laughs> 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 you got to talk him into it, Joe. That's the, phenomenal. Um, there was another one that I thought was was pretty good, too. Here's here's Trump being funny again. And you guys did nothing. We did. You know, Joe, I, I ran because of you. I ran because of Barack Obama, because you did a poor job. If I thought you did a good job, I would have never run. I would have never run. I ran because of you. I'm looking at you now. You're a politician. I ran because of you. That's the best. Oh, that's a great line. There was some that was that was a classic, classic Trump funny one. Here's uh here's another one about the climate I thought was pretty funny. They want to knock down buildings and build new buildings with little tiny small windows. 
That's true. <laughs> That's true. But the way Trump says it, I mean, listen to his tone of voice yeah. change. Buildings with little, tiny, small windows. <laughs> <laughs> of course, there were funny things. Even Biden said something kind of obviously. It was obvious, and that's why I laughed at it. The future lies in us being able to breathe. The, the future, future lies with us being able to breathe. Well, it, that's just brilliant. Well, I what yeah, I can't figure out is, is who's struggling to breathe again? Is there, You're a genius. Is there a struggling breather out there? Did he figure that out all on his own? Must be able to breathe. Hmm. He just threw that out there like, there's all kinds of people struggling to breathe in the future. Richard, the future is breathing. He can lies in us being able to breathe. <laughs> That's insane. He can see into the future. He's uh, he's Joe Biden. What, what kind of statement is that? The future lies with us being able to breathe. I, I think that was a throwaway line. No one really heard it. I heard it. Made sure we got a copy of it for the show. But the future lies with us being able to breathe. Hmm. So deep. Very true. So profound. You know what is true? You're right. And if it's true, then Biden must get a notch for the winning that one. Because Trump yeah. doesn't think the future begins with breathing. Who does? I like breathing. It's overrated, quite honestly. Try holding your breath, see what happens. I'll yeah. pass. Yeah, right. So, so last night, Biden was wrong on nearly every single issue you care about as a citizen of, Amer- of America. He was wrong on energy. He was wrong on the environment. He was wrong on COVID-19. He was wrong on immigration. His taxes he was wrong on, the race argument he was wrong on, health care he was wrong. He was wrong on every single issue unless you want more government involved in every single one of those. In energy, you want, you want less energy, less cost. You want it to cost more. You want $7 a gallon. That's the environment and energy Biden's in favor of. Look at the power plant for Delaware, his home state. And uh, that's what he wants for the other 49 states. Right. Just look it up on your own, there's, and you will see. There's an overall philosophy that was exposed last night between these two people. One is Trump thinks government is not the answer. It's the problem. I'm here to deregulate, get it out of the way. And Biden's view is that government should do everything. Here, Listen to this one little clip from Biden about health care that really should make your jaw hit the table and think, this is this guy's view of government in regards to health care. We have to provide health insurance for people at an affordable rate, and that's what I do. Imagine, Who is we? Yeah, well, it's government. And then yeah. at the end he says, that's what I do. That is the words of not a, a president and a free America. Those are the words of a dictator. We have to provide health insurance for people at an affordable rate, and that's what I do. It used to be people bought their own health insurance. It used to be. I mean, it's a crazy yeah. idea. Biden says that Obamacare <coughs> was a way to buy, <coughs> excuse right me, it said Obamacare, talking about it makes me call. Anyway, Obamacare supposedly is affordable. I know people that went to the affordable care and they bought it and they're paying like $400 a, year, a month for the year. Today, a few years later, they're paying $1,000 a month for the same care. The rates have gone up that much. And I know someone else that had Obamacare. She was paying the premiums, never late. 
she had lost her job and she had a lot of savings. She was paying them out of savings. As soon as they found out that she was not employed, they dropped her because she didn't have a job. Interesting. You mean it's not the utopia of Joe Biden's? Oh, hell no. You know, it's, it's not even close. It's, it's just interesting that we have now as a society think that it is a president of the United States job to make sure our premiums are low and that they pay our health insurance. When did that happen? Have we lost complete control of our own ability to find a health insurance company? It's, it's unbelievable. But Trump did something last night that was really good. He flipped it on him because everyone's talking about, you're going to take 20 million people off of health care, of Obamacare. And Trump said, really? Think about this. And one thing very important. We have 180 million people out there that have great private health care, far more than we're talking about with Obamacare. Joe Biden is going to terminate all of those policies. These are people that love their health care. Right. People that have been successful, middle-income people, been successful. They have 180 million plans, 180 million people, families. Under what he wants to do, which will basically be socialized medicine, he won't even have a choice, they want to terminate 180 million plans. That's hard-hitting. And you know what? In case you're wondering, no, Biden would never do that. Listen to Kamala Harris. It's exactly what she wants to do. This Democratic Party is out to take your health care, paint it as if they care for you, and then get you in their government uh, hold where you vote for them always. Look what's already happened. Obamacare is 20 million people. Now it's you can never be taken away. It's their responsibility. It's Joe's responsibility to make sure you have health insurance. It's a lie. It's dangerous. It's big government, and it is the path of the Democratic Party. All right, coming up in one minute, taxes. That was a big conversation last night, actually at the end. But Biden had something to say about it in a town hall on CNN. We'll play that for you in one minute. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. We pray for rain and thank him when it's falling because it brings a grain and a little bit of money. We put it back in a plate. I guess that's why they call it God's country. Virginia citizens and American patriots. And, man, those two things are going to be extinct. Virginia citizens? I mean, those guys are old founding father people. And American patriots? How xenophobic of you. Didn't you get the sense last night that there was a guy on the stage that thought America was great, one of the best places to be, we have a great hope in front of us? Then you had another one on the stage going, America sucks, it's racist, and by the way, darkness is coming. COVID-19 is going to crush and kill 200,000 more people. In a dark winter. In a dark winter. Un- it's just it's disheartening. That sounds like a horror story, a, a book someone should write, The Dark Winter. I hope Joe Biden has a chance to write it when he's not president. So last night, uh, I think it was so obvious uh, about which side, which side you should be on. But taxes is the number one thing that I can't get my head around. You have someone that's going to raise taxes on the American people and said so. This is my goal. I'm going to raise taxes. And then he expects people to vote for him. He's going to take the marginal tax rate. From from it's currently sitting, the marginal tax rate is currently sitting at 26.8%, the highest rate. He wants to take it to almost 40, 39.8. And he calls it insane. That is just insane. It's 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 unbelievably insane. Here's what Trump said. Don't he and Hunter have enough money piled up? 
and offshore accounts. Yeah, right. No kidding. Um, here's how Trump kind of ended the night with his final remarks. I thought were good. Success is going to bring us together. We are on the road to success, but I'm cutting taxes and he wants to raise everybody's taxes and he wants to put new regulations on everything. He will kill it. If he gets in, you will have a depression, the likes of which you've never seen. Well, it just That's means so true. It just means more government. I mean, because you can't do, if you have a depression, more government's needed. And Biden knows that. That's his plan. Biden was in a town hall on CNN, got asked a question about his taxes. I want you to listen to how he thinks about tax money. Taxes are designed to drive the essential parts of government, not social policy, not to hand out as charity. Madison even talked about this. He said the worst thing is if people can get their hands on government money and people could dispense it as charity, it will destroy the republic. Now, with that context, listen to how Biden thinks of the taxpayers' dollars. Here it is on the town hall the other night. If you raise the corporate tax just back to 28%, which is a fair tax, you'd raise $1 trillion, $300 billion by that one act. Raise. Don't you like how he says that? You'll raise this amount of money. Raise it, I say, which means what? Goes into government pockets? Or a great bake sale. <laughs> okay, he continues. Big yard sale. If you made sure the people making over 400 grand paid what they did in the Bush administration, 39.6%, you would raise another uh, $92 billion. So you can raise a lot of money. Raise money. To be able to invest in things that can make your life easier. Oh, I see. Take it from these people. And then tell the guy in front of you who's going to vote for you, I can make your life great by getting all this money from them. That is outrageous. That is scary. That isn't the role of the government. That's not even the role of taxation. But Biden says, listen, I can raise all this money and make your life better. And you serfs and peasants, please vote for me because I'm going to take it from these people and give it to you. And want to know what I'm going to do? Here he continues. Listen to this. Make you change your standard of living by making sure you have affordable health care. By making sure you're in a situation where you're able to send your kid to school. And if you have a student debt, you can deal with it. Making sure that you're you're home, you can pay your mortgage. Wow, he's going to pay your mortgage with other people's money. Joe Biden. student debt. Unbelievable. And you know what? He's not going to do any of that. Once he gets his hands on that money, he's not going to do any of that. Let's pretend for a second that he will. It's dead wrong. Yeah, oh, it's definitely it's, dead it's wrong. It's dead wrong. But the bottom line is, it's dead wrong to take the money in the first place, and there's no way he's going to give it to these people. Just think about what he said. There is a person running for the President of the United States who admittedly tells the entire country, I'm going to take from only the rich people, I'm going to raise taxes on only corporations so I can make your life better. If you don't object to that with everything in your being, you're living in the wrong country. Go find Russia, China. Go live somewhere where they do that. In the United States of America, the founding fathers would go, excuse me? What in the name of Sam Hill do you think you're doing? You can't go to a a citizen of America and by the force of government take their money and then go to another citizen and go, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to make your life easier. I'm going to pay your mortgage. I'm going to pay your college education. I'm going to pay your health care. It's an abomination. It's disgusting. It's a lie. 
It's never. It's, it's never. They're already never doing that. Going to they're happen. already doing that stuff. They're already taking from some and promising others things, including free college, including health care. They're only can pay for that by taking it from someone else. It's just. It's outrageous that nobody sees this. Let him get elected, and then if you work for a big corporation, that's for a raise. Right. They're going to know what's coming down the road, the dark winter. They, they're going to know what's coming, and uh, you're not going to get a raise why, probably ever again. And, and to that point, why is it fair to raise taxes on the wealthy to the tune of almost 40%? Why is that fair? Show me where that's fair in anyone's book that your money, 40% of your money, should go to the government, and we call that fair? That's the, that's the exact example of unfairness. And yet the left is able to paint that in such a way that it's called fair. <laughs> it's just you know laughable. how many uh, companies that have come back to the United States under Trump that are going to say farewell? Right. We won't come back again. We won't make that same mistake twice. They're going to be out of here. Right. Jobs are going to be out of here. And you know and what? prices are going to go through the roof on everything. So the debate last night was a, um, a view into two different visions. One is, get me in control, I'll take money from the people you don't like, and I'll give it to you. Just pennies. I'm not going to give it literally to you, but I'll give you pennies on the dollar because we got to subsidize all these people who live in Fairfax County that are making more money than anyone outside Fairfax. they got a big deal in Fairfax. Fairfax County is important. These people live on this, Scott and Richard. It's like the Chevy Volt. Right. <laughs> they have to subsidize that to the tune of like $220,000. So if you want to really expensive car that's not worth it, buy a Chevy Volt because the government's paying <laughs> for most of That's the greatest example of subsidies that are ridiculous. Biden talked about that in his climate argument. And we'll get to that after, in, in one minute, we'll talk about climate. It's, it's outrageous that uh, what he thinks with climate, but Trump put him in his place. That in one minute. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. Think you know China? Now you can learn the real truth with the China Channel, a subsidiary of the PLA. It's the best of Chinese TV on one network. Ask your cable provider for the latest real Chinese news from the real Chinese media. After the real Chinese censors tell them what to say. See Chinese television classics like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Cougar Town with some young guy. Your child will love Sesame Street Beijing, featuring the egg roll monster, Oscar the Capitalist, and Big Bird, served with dumpling. And on the Chi-Fi Channel, see the new Chinese Space Command battle giant space aliens until the satellite feed is cut for a Tiananmen Square job. Hey, six billion Chinese can't be wrong. Ask your cable provider for the Chinese News Network. Not affiliated with CNN. Yeah, kind of. A George Soros Chairman Mao production. As quickly as you can, Grasshopper, snatch the propaganda from my hand. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy? Come on now. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. That's how you find us. Links to us, our archives, and great videos all at TheLeeBrothers.com. All right, so... Uh, I hardly know where to go next because I, I guess the climate question was, was interesting. And we, we can dive into the climate because I think it was, uh, it was interesting how um, Biden and uh, 
and, and, and Trump talks about it. But here's, here's uh, Biden trying to slam Trump on the climate. Former years of this man eliminating all the regulations that were put in by us to clean up the climate, to clean up, to limit the, the uh, limited emissions, what? will put us in a position where we're going to be in real trouble. Mm. Those darn, as if the EPA's regulations are the answers to the world's climate. It's, it's a lie. The EPA isn't even constitutional. It's not. But there's also every state has its own environmental regulations. I'm sure no corporation is going to go, good, the EPA doesn't have a regulation. Let me dump my crap in the – they're not doing that. But under, you know, Biden's view over the left, it's the worst, right? That's the way they see it. Now, Trump had an answer. Here's Trump's answer. I will not sacrifice tens of millions of jobs, thousands and thousands of companies because of – the Paris Accord. That was a good answer to that one. He talked about that in, in detail. He also went on, explained even further. You ready? We have done <laughs> an incredible job environmentally. We have the cleanest air, the cleanest water, and the best carbon emission standards that we've seen in many, many years. Let's talk about that for a minute. Free markets, free people, and capitalistic free markets are better for the environment than regulation and overhanded use, i.e. China and Russia. We have been cleaner than ever. In fact, our, our environment in the United States of America is cleaner than it's ever, ever been. So wait a minute. What happened? Well, the regulations released a more of a free market mentality, but Trump is exactly right here. Our admissions are lower than ever. How can that be? It's because the regulations have nothing to do with the environment. They're nothing but a strong arm of the federal government to restrict. One thing Trump did when he was elected, within 100 days, he pulled us out of the Paris Accords, saved us billions, hundreds of billions of dollars right. in your money, right. your money, my money, Scott's money, everybody's money. <laughs> Mine, too. And, uh Yeah. Here's actually well, here's, probably not yours. You probably got away with it. One of Biden said in this little debate, one of the first things he's going to do is put us back in the Paris Accords. Here, here's actually how Trump dealt with it. We are energy independent for the first time. We don't need all of these countries that we had to fight war over because we needed their energy. We are energy independent. I know more about wind than you do. It's extremely <laughs> expensive. Kills all the birds. It's very intermittent. Got a lot of problems. And they happen to make the windmills in both Germany and China. And the fumes coming up, if you're a believer in carbon emission, the fumes coming up to make, make these massive windmills is more than anything that we're talking about with natural gas, which is very clean. One other thing. Find me a scientist solar. Said that. I love solar. But solar doesn't quite have it yet. It's not powerful enough Trump's yet right. to to really run our big, beautiful factories that we need to compete with the world. So False. it's all a pipe dream. But you know what we'll do? We're going to have the greatest economy in the world. But if you want to kill the all economy, right. get rid of your oil industry. Wow. Said perfectly. Well done, Trump. Way to point out that hypocrisy. All right. Um, coming up, uh, we're going to talk about this executive order that Trump pushed through and more of the race clips that happened. Disgusting. Remember, America's racist, Joe Biden, last night. LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com.
Well, it seems to me that uh, it's a mistake. I think that uh, one of the things that is wrong is the bottom line. Go, you know the, you know the thing. Avoid that those very high numbers. We have to do at least several things. One, we have to uh, depend on what the president is going to do right now. And first of all, he has to uh, tell, uh, uh, wait till the cases before anything happens. Look, the whole idea is he's got to get in place things that were shortages of. We have to take care of the cure. That will make the problem worse no matter what. And, uh, and Neil Smith, an old buddy, are you here, Neil? Neil, I miss you, man. Go, oh, you know the, you know the thing. Be able to do have, have economic intercourse around the world. It's, 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 it's the ringtone that everyone wants. Everybody in Cleveland, get Obama phone! And lets everyone around you know exactly where you stand. Presenting the Obama phone ringtone. Obama phone! The Obama phone ringtone is free. During your full steps, you are social security. You got low income, you disability. Like everything should be, if you be disenfranchised, whatever that means. You know? Your bail bondsman is calling. Obama phone! Your mama's calling. Your ex-husband is calling. He sucks! Because the right to a free cell phone ringtone is guaranteed in the Constitution. You know? Or it will be soon, depending on who wins Ohio. Keep Obama in president! The Obama phone ringtone. Obama phone! Free to Obama phone holders. The one ringtone that screams entitlement. Obama phone! New from the free app store. Obama phone! EBT card sold separately. I'm Barack Obama. Obama phone! And I approve this message. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is it. You're killing me, Smalls. If you got a business, that you didn't build that. Somebody else made that happen. Male, female, black, white, Hispanic, Asian, Native American, disabled, gay, straight, old, young. If everybody's raising living standards to the point where everybody's got a car and everybody's got air conditioning and everybody's got a big house, uh, well, the planet will boil over. And, uh, and Neil Smith, an old butt buddy, are you here, Neil? Neil, I miss you, man. I miss you. We are giving away in the tax code about $1.3 trillion a year. Timmy! 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 conservative dynamic duo just no costumes and no utility belts normally the lee brothers
Just after 434, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes his far left. Is Richard Lee. All right, um, would you do us a, a favor? The LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. There's three, there's a couple great videos there. One is, one is about Twitter censoring the New York Post story. It's hilarious video. I, I promise you, you'll love it, but... You're just so stupid. Thank God that we have Twitter to help us. I mean, Twitter could stop you from seeing things that aren't true. But there's a video there also at theleebrothers.com that really is massively compelling. It's an hour long, but I can tell you it is well worth it. It's the coronavirus and the Constitution. And the reason that makes sense is from what Ralph Northam is doing now in Virginia. You better see that video. It'll change your mind and rock your world. Theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. And you better wear a mask while you're watching it. Just saying. It's just disgusting where we are. Biden was wrong on every single issue last night. He's wrong on energy. We just we just played the climate change clip for you. He's wrong on the environment, all part of the same thing. He was wrong on COVID-19. We'll share that with you at the 5 o'clock hour. He's wrong on taxes. Taxes are disgusting. He's wrong on health care. Immigration, he essentially said, we're just going to let all these people who are here illegally vote and in the system. It was day one when he's in office. And take care of them with health care. And Social Security. Pay for by, right? Pay for by you. Of course. By you. By you. All you people who are upset about Trump's personality, his tweets, he's like like any politician. He's bombastic. He's an ass. I don't like him. He's cocky. He's arrogant. All he cares about himself. Get over your. Get over it. The the country is in a crisis here, and Biden will destroy it. And Trump has done a phenomenal job as president. He has. He's, he's accomplished so much. Read what he's accomplished. Turn on, turn on Fox News. They'll tell you what he's accomplished. He's done an incredible job as president. Well, and if you don't like him and don't like his, his ways, so be it. Get over it. Right. Here's he's what he's the done. president of the United States. Show some respect. Here's one thing that he's done. In fact, he did it Wednesday night. He signed an executive order. The executive order, you're not going to believe this. It's going to make it easier to fire poorly performing government workers. Now, you may not know this, but a government job is the closest thing to eternity. You can't be fired in a government job. I had someone tell me that, that they got, they got their government job and they were passed the time frame for keeping the job forever. She was and they're in. tickled to death. She they're said, in. I'm in like Flynn. They there's can't touch me. There's nothing they can do. They you believe that? They cannot touch me. Oh, there's nothing wrong with big government, Scott and Richard? Really? I said, that's wrong. So we just had a president of the United States sign an executive order that certain government employees who work in important policy-making decisions within the federal government who previously were guarded from removal by civil service protections. Can you imagine getting a job like that? 
what what job do you have in America? Do you have a job that's guarded by civil service protections that prevent you from being fired, even if you suck? That would be a great job. Well, that's government job. And Trump said, oh, oh no, we're not doing that anymore. So on Wednesday, he signed an executive order saying we're done with this. We're going to create a new classification of employees. If you do your job badly, you should be fired. Now, what president would have do that? Would Biden do that? Would Obama do that? Not in a million would years. Would W. Bush do that? Or at least eight years. <laughs> right, exactly. Would W. Bush do No. Nobody would do that except Trump. You know why? Because Trump lived in the real world. He had to fire people who sucked. And I'm sure he gets to government and goes, you're telling me I can't fire this person who's horrible? What sense does that make? Trump is right. Think about that. Just do the contrast. Would Biden do anything like that if he gets there? Anybody that knows Trump knows he knows how to say you're fired. Right. Now, not everybody's happy with us, if you can imagine. A prominent federal union leader told the New York Times, this is the most profound undermining of the civil service in our lifetimes. Well, welcome to the real world. So you, you think if you could do your job poorly... You should stay there forever? All Trump's saying is, if you suck, we should fire you. And this guy's going, well, that's not fair. (laughs) Of course it's not fair. You've got the government job. (laughs) He goes on to say, this executive order strips due process rights and protections for hundreds of federal employees. And Well, where's mine? What are you saying, sir? You've got hundreds of federal employees that suck? Mm Mm-hmm. Great point. They suck at their job. They suck at life. Is that what you're saying? Due process rights and protections? What country is this? Well, you'll have 100 new employees that don't suck. Now, seriously, what country is this that there is a terminology when you get hired by an employer that gives you due process rights and protections? How about you work to the, to the, to the, uh, the, the honor of the employer? If you suck, you're gone. How about just try to work hard? I bet you in an unprotected free market, if you do a good job, you're going to stay there. And at least you're not, they're not going to be treated like some countries overseas might treat them. They're not going to be headed of because course. they suck at their <laughs> exactly. job. Not pushing you off a roof. <laughs> I mean, this is taking them out to the river and kicking them in. Vote Trump for that very reason. A man who sees government as the problem. A man who sees government like this and thinks this has got to change. No president would do that. Forget his tweets. Forget Trump's attitude. Trump does the right thing. This is the right thing. You should fire people that suck. Only Joe Biden and the American left would want to protect people that suck. Well done, Trump. This is Trump's sense of humor. <laughs> it's actually, well, it's also his. He says that he has a sense of humor. Right. So I'll laugh at some of the things he does. So last night. You can't get past the debate without talking about race in America because America's racist. Not true. It's not racist anywhere. Look in your own little world where you live your life. You run into racist people? No, no. Are there racist people? There's a few that suck. But America itself, not racist. It's just not. So we had the question last night. Here it is. Part of that experience is something called the talk. It happens regardless of class and income. Parents who feel they have no choice but to prepare their children for the chance that they could be targeted, including by the police, for no reason other than the color of their skin. 
Mr. Vice President, in the next two minutes, I want you to speak directly to these families. Do you understand why these parents fear for their children? I, oh, that question just weighs on me. Um, are we slaughtering black people to get pulled over in cars in America? No, we're not. There have been nine people in 2019 that were black that were killed by police. Nine. Where does this question come from? It doesn't support. It's not supported by data. It's not supported by facts. It's pure emotion. And well, by the way, that is supported by facts. There were more Caucasians killed. Correct. That's correct. In 2019, than black folks. So, I had a conversation with my kids when they drove cars. I actually remember the conversation. I said, "When you drive a car and you get pulled over, here's what you do." You roll your window down. You turn your dome light on if it's at night. You put your hands on the steering wheel at 10 and 2 so they can see your hands because the police don't know who you are. They're fearful for their life. Do not give them any reason to be more fearful. Why doesn't every American have that conversation? They do. It's not because the color of your skin has nothing to do with it. I had that conversation. Joe Biden said he didn't. I do. I do. Going on. What I didn't, I never had to tell my daughter. If she's pulled over, make sure she puts for a traffic stop, put both hands on top of the wheel and don't reach for the glove box. I do that. Someone may shoot you. But a black parent, no matter how wealthy or how poor they are, has to teach their what child. A lie. When you're walking down the street, don't have a hoodie on when you go across the street. What country is he talking about? That's a lie. I'm so <clears throat> sick of this. That's a bold faced lie. Black men are not being killed because they have a hoodie on the side of the street. Black men are not being dragged out of cars and shot and killed because they're black in America. By the way, I brought you a hoodie when it's out in the trunk. I'll give it to you when we leave. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Joe Biden continues. Making sure that you, in fact, if you get pulled over, yes, yes, sir, no, sir, hands on top of the wheel, because you are, in fact, the victim, whether you're a person making $300,000, child of a $300,000 a year person, or someone who's on on, on look, food look. stamps. The fact of the matter is, there is institutional racism. You make America. me sick. You make and me we sick. We have always said, we've never lived up to it, that we hold these never? truths to be self evident. All men and women are created equal. But guess what? We have never, ever lived up to it. But That's it, disgusting. He's running for the President of the United States, thinks we're a racist country, evil, bad. What, how, how can you run for the President of the United States and think we're so awful? It, it's. It's disgusting. He's wrong. He's wrong that you don't have a conversation with your kids about driving. He's, he's wrong that I, when I get pulled over, I put my hands on the steering wheel and I let the police know. And everyone does. Yet we've turned this into some kind of racist conversation. And you ought to be ashamed of yourself, Joe Biden. The police are here to protect us. That's the attitude. They're we have. here to protect right. us. And if, uh, you don't see it that way. You've got a problem. Donald Trump does. Joe Biden doesn't. Coming up, Biden went further. Call Trump a racist. That is next in one minute. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. You love your car, and so does car checks. We're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and have been helping people avoid spending a fortune in costly car repair bills for almost 20 years. For about $2.5 a day, you get the peace of mind in knowing that your expensive repair bills may be covered by a vehicle protection plan. Think about if your air conditioner or the transmission goes out. 
That could cost you a few thousand dollars. Or you can get protected with car checks and pay only a standard deductible. For about $2.5 a day, you can make sure you don't get stuck with the bill for covered repairs. Keep your car in tip-top shape. For a completely free quote, call Car Checks now at 800-942-1298-800-942-1298-800-942-1298 or visit GetProtected.com. That's GetProtected.com. I guess, you know, Richard, you and I have just grown up. We, we've always loved the country. And did it have sins? Was it, is it, I mean, we still have sins. We're killing a, how many babies in the womb every year? I mean, we have problems in our country. There's no doubt about it. But you and I just grew up in the sense that it's the best place on earth. We're lucky we were to horrified be here. to learn about other countries and how they treated the people there. Yeah. And the, the uh, America isn't racist, it's not inherently racist it's not systematically racist either is the police force i mean i'm sure there's been problems without question because they're human beings but to but to 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 cast america in those kind of terms i think disqualifies you from even wanting to be the president of the greatest country on earth so biden tried his best last night to tell people trump is a racist Abraham Lincoln here is one of the most racist presidents we've had in modern history. He pours fuel on every single racist fire, every single one. He started off his campaign coming down the escalator saying he's going to get rid of those Mexican rapists. So we'll stop it there for a second. Um, actually, he didn't say that. He said there are rapists coming across our southern border that should be stopped. I guess if you can spin it any way you want to make him sound like he hates all Mexicans, then you can try to bolster your point, Joe Biden. It's not what he said. If well, he, he could just change it around and say, Joe, you want those Mexican yeah, races here? Right. right. Exactly. I'm just twisting your words the way you twisted mine. He goes on. He makes another stupid point. He's banned Muslims because they're Muslims. Well, I don't remember that uh, one. That's a bunch of that's crap. That's interesting. I thought he banned travel from certain uh countries that were known for being terrorist havens. Were they Muslims? Probably, because all 98% of terrorists are Muslims. So, no, he didn't ban them just because they're Muslims, Joe. Otherwise, he'd have banned every single Muslim coming into the country from everywhere. He did not do that. It's a wonderful attempt to paint a man as racist. It's also extremely offensive. I don't know how Trump kept, kept his composure with this. Biden continued. He has moved around and made everything worse across the board. He says to the, about the poor boys. Poor. Last time we were on stage here, he said, I told him to stand down and stand ready. Come on. This guy has a dog whistle about as big as a foghorn. That's a big dog whistle. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. Oh, let, let's just for, pretend for one second. Biden's right. Biden or Trump's a racist. Now, what do you expect a racist to do when he's in office? You expect policies to reflect racism, right? You would expect his cabinet to be white. You would expect all, well, let's look at the, wait, wait a minute. Not a single policy Trump has ever pushed is a racist policy. In fact, he's done the opposite in so many ways. In fact, his cabinet includes black people. Herschel Walker is a close friend of his for over 35 years. 
said he's not a racist, but I'm going to believe you, Joe Biden, just by your claims. And Joe has to claim it because he wants the job. I, I am. I, I don't know what's worse. The fact that this guy would make a claim against someone as a racist, which is horrible. But the people who believe that there are people actually go around going Trump's a racist. And I just want to so badly go, OK, he's a racist. Now what? They're is it going to institute segregation again? I mean, this they're insane? dumb people, and there's the same people think he has a weather machine in the White House somewhere. Trump's not a racist. I don't know why we Far have to keep going it. through this, and I don't know why. I, I I don't I don't know why Trump, and, and he's not going to have another chance to. But I would be so outraged by the 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 attempt to paint me as a racist that I wouldn't be able to keep my composure. I'd say. How dare you call me something like that? I mean, when there's real racism out there, you call me a racist? It's, it's unbelievable. But, you know, when you heard Biden's explanations, he, he doesn't like Mexicans. He doesn't like Muslims. It's, it's awful. And you know what it shows? It shows weakness. Because if you can't win the debate, you just claim the guy is a racist. He's a racist. Oh, well, then I must get votes because he's a racist. Even 50 Cent, who who came out this week and said Biden's tax plan is so awful, it's so bad, that I'm going to vote for racist Trump. That's what he said. It's 50 Cent. What did I say? 50 Cent. Oh, is it really that? It it doesn't say that. It's 50 Cent. Is is that really the slang for it? I mean, they don't say 50 cents? No. Well, they say 50 cents, and the guy knows who you're talking about, but they call him 50 Cent's. Well, he's about to be 20 cents. Or 50 cents. If Biden gets in there, that's what he said. I don't want to be 20 cents. I want to be... 50. <laughs> like, boy, these shoes fitty me nice. That's not at all. I don't think that's... No. No, I think you... No, I it's fitty. You. It's fitty. So, funny... Uh, I wish we could laugh at stuff like this, but Biden has a real shot at being president of the United States. Oh, God help us. Um and that's scary. But, you know, he, he named the big thing last night that he thinks is going to get him votes was that simple statement. Future lies. He must be able to breathe. There's people <laughs> voting for him so he can breathe. The future lies in our breath. The future lies. He must be able to breathe. Did you hear him right about in the middle of the uh, debate? He starts rambling and starts essentially losing it. Oh, yeah. So about 38 minutes in, I begin to realize he's starting to fade a little bit. I thought he might surprise us and say, go to a commercial break. But he didn't. <laughs> what if he would have? That would have been great. That would have been perfect. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Vice but President, you know, there's no commercial Trump break. had to debate him and the lady yeah, again. Multiple times, sure. She'd say, what did you mean by that? I would have said, none of your business. <laughs> If you can't figure it out on your own, why are you here so, debating, so, you know, so true. running this debate? All right, coming up at 5, uh, Nick Freitas and Abigail Spanberger debated this week, too. Maybe you missed it. We're going to share it with you and go through some of the clips. It's, it's unbelievable the difference between these two. Nick Freitas knows that the federal government's limited. Abigail Spanberger goes, nothing I can't do when I get up there. I can take care of you. Those clips will come at 5 after we talk about Mark, um, um, Ralph Northam and Mark Warner. Uh, Record Ralph. It's $500 fine for not wearing a mask. Thought America was free. Thought Virginia was the birthplace of freedom. Think again. All right, in, 30, in, uh, in one minute, 
in one minute, there's too many geese in Bird Park, and people complained. They're going to sue the city. That's next. LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-643-8577. 800-643-8577. That's 800-643-8577. Could be. Uh, why do we call it Bird Park? We can't have birds there. Apparently, there's a lot of birds and a lot of poop. Geese are uh, horrible. It's it's like the, um, what do you call them? It's the rat with wings. I mean, essentially, that's what that thing is. By the way, thank you for checking in at Facebook.com, Facebook Live. Many of you have already chimed in and made comments. And Patriots at theleebrothers.com. And uh, those who have emailed us. At Patriots at theleebrothers.com. And thanks for uh, checking us out there. We also podcast the show. A lot of people are doing that. And you can find it at leebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. Richmond uh, has a goose uh, drama issue in Bird Park. People are feeding these things. You know, a goose, <coughs> a goose can kick your butt. And when you've got what do you mean, kick a your thousand butt? geese. they got big teeth or something? That's not a dinosaur. They will bite you. They will club you. Club you with what? They got wings? big mills, big uh, bills, <laughs> and mills. <laughs> they'll, they'll, okay, okay, bite they'll you. peck at you, they'll bite you, they'll chase you, and if you fall down, I'd be willing to bet they could take a human being. They've got so many of them. No there. way. Why? I don't if think I'm they're carnivores, attacked, but hey, if I get by a goose, all you gotta do is grab the thing by the head. We don't know. Grab it by the neck and just swing it like a baseball bat. It's not It's not going to hurt you. I used to work with a guy. He sold property in these campgrounds in Virginia. And there was one site they had up on the hill. They were given a bonus if anyone sold this campsite. And there was a goose that protected it. So he always carried a stick when he went up there. He took these people up there to see it. And there's a husband, <laughs> wife, and a little kid. And they're looking over the campsite. And he's standing there with a stick behind him, waving it back and forth to keep the goose from coming up there. And he's waving and waving and waving and waving. And all of a sudden, he felt the stick stop, the the club. He turned around, and the goose was dead as a doornail. And the little kid says, Oh, Mommy and Daddy, the man killed the goose. Freaked the people out so bad, they just said, Take us back, take us back. They ran to the car and took off. I mean, that's, me a, of, that's a funny dead goose story. Remember when we talked about the golfer that teed off and hit the... Oh, the, yeah. Hit the, it was hit an that eagle, hawk. Hit a hawk. Yeah. Yep. And he was fined for it and apologized. So yep. in, uh, in Bird Park, we've got a goose problem. And so the, the park did what they normally do. They say the park is for people, not for birds. So they took 150 of them and sent them to North Carolina. Now, North Carolina's 
took care of them. It's a wild, it's a waterfowl rescue group in North Carolina, and uh, and they got rid of some and good because the park is for humans unless you're part of the Friends of the Swan Lake Domestic Geese Organization. And if you're a bird watcher, yeah, you find somewhere else, I guess. City of Richmond wants no birds. Friend and Bird Park. Richard, are you not part of this group? The Friends of the Swan Lake Domestic Geese Organization. Uh, these people, the left has too much time on their hands. Whitney Walters is opposed to the removal of geese. Walters believe the city acted for the comfort of the residents and not the well-being of the geese. Yeah. Uh, people first. Geese, like, after everything else. I mean, like, wh- like there's whale poo, then there's geese. I mean, that's how far down the line geese are. But that's a that's objection? That you upset that the city acted in the comfort of the residents instead of the geese? Come on, man. Trying to quote Joe Biden there. He said that like a dozen times last night. All right, coming up. Ralph uh, Ralph Northam, Wreck-It Ralph, $500 fine for not wearing a mask. You surf, you peasant. You can't be trusted on your own. You're just not good enough. You're not smart enough. Government is smart. Ralph Northam is smart. He's, what if you don't have a mask? I, then, Are then you, you destined you, you to stay at home forever until... Better take you can own. order some masks and have them delivered? Yeah. Is the government going to issue them automatically? No, of course not. Take your $100, wrap it around your mouth, or they're just going to take it out of your pocket. This is the government that Madison promised you. This is the government Patrick Henry wanted you to have. A fine for not wearing a mask when the survival rate is 99.94%. That is next. Reach us at Patriots at theleebrothers.com. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. It's, 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 it's the ringtone that everyone wants. Everybody in Cleveland, get Obama's phone. And lets everyone around you know exactly where you stand. Two, one, 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 zero, 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 zero. zero. New opening theme. Oh, we got a new theme song. I got it. Okay. So Fairfax School Board is uh, going to fight climate change. School Board. Yeah, that'll work. Uh, Spamberg and Freitas went at it. Freitas smacked her down. We'll got that coming up at 535. And a $500 fine for no mask in Virginia. The COVID crisis. That's next. Virginia citizens and American patriots. The only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us today. It's a beautiful day, and we have a lot more beautiful days ahead of us. I love this time of year. Only if Trump wins. Then they get He'll dark. Win. He's going to win. Becomes a what winner? What kind of winner will it be? A dark winner? What did Biden say? A dark winter Dark winter's dead ahead. We have a dark winter ahead. Jane Fonda <laughs> said last week that COVID-19 is a gift from God to the left. If Trump loses this election, it's going to be because of the stupidness of COVID-19 that the left has. You know, last night it was interesting. Joe Biden doesn't have a plan for COVID-19. Everything he said that he wanted to do is already being done. It's already Everything. done. Every single thing. The speech he made this afternoon. He came back with a speech today. Everything in his speech that he's going to do is what Trump has said he's going to do. And did do. Word for word, a lot of which have, has already been done. Right. 
So without COVID-19, the left would have nothing to impose upon the free people of the country. Nothing. They, and they would lose. Trump would destroy them. But COVID-19 comes along and they want to make it worse. They celebrate the fact that it is so bad. How bad is it? No one really asked that question. Ralph Northam announced that he signed 16 new laws and proposed changes to five bills that support the state's ongoing COVID-19 response. And, of course, one of those is a new $500 fine if you violate the indoor mask mandate. So if you're indoors and you don't have a mask on, the government will swoop in. The government of Virginia, the home of Jefferson, Madison, and Henry, will swoop in and fine you $500. At your home? That's a great question. I don't know the ramification of the indoor mask law, but it's a law, and Ralph Northam cares about you. Here's what he said about it. We're not uh, out there trying to punish people. We, we really want to educate people and, and have them be part of the solution. But Hang on a second. That's a lie right there. I don't want to punish them? Then why well, $500, $500 fine for not wearing a mask? Do we have to Do stay six feet apart in our own home? Or what if our home's not big enough for that? If you're about education, why don't you just have a PSA? Public service announcement. Wear a mask. Run it every half an hour. No. Ralph Northam isn't interested in your ability to do what you think is right. He's got a plan. And and have them be part of the solution. But there are those individuals that that don't want to follow the guidelines. So (laughs) So there's those people who don't want to follow. So we're going to use it as a revenue enhancer for the state. This will provide a way to, uh, to have a civil penalty. Um, it's not a criminal. It won't go in our criminal record. But the $500 will go in our criminal pocket. You know what's scary about this? Is these people have convinced most of, I guess, Virginia, that you're a walking virus to kill people. It's not true. And we've said this a thousand times. The survival rate has to be what, Mr. Ralph Northam, for us to move on past the mask, where you won't find normal people living their lives. What does the survival rate have to be? So what's the survival rate now? 99.94%. It's not enough, apparently. 0.06% die is the uh, death rate. Death rate. 0.06%. I am grateful that Ralph Northam thinks a mask is necessary, not because COVID is spreading. There's no doubt COVID will spread. The really issue now is how dangerous is COVID? When people in, in, uh, are, have, a, have a survival rate of 99.94%, it does not require a $500 fine for not wearing a mask. It just doesn't. You want math? You want science and data? You complete dictator? Th- this guy is awful. This is so disgusting to think that we've come this far in our country. Go to go to the LeeBrothers.com and look at the video on Constitution and coronavirus. You're gonna be you're gonna be sick to your stomach. But this is what the left does. This is this is horrible. No no time in in the, in the history of the planet have we quarantined healthy people. Never, we've never quarantined healthy people. People have worn masks in the past. That's fine if you want to wear a mask. But we're not killing a third of Americans with this. 
99.94%. What if I wore my Batman mask? Would I get fined? You should. Just on that, you should get fined for wearing the mask. Well, I usually wear it for crime fighting, but I could wear it to grocery shop. Right, you could do that. I could wear the whole suit to grocery shop. Maybe I should. It's a shame. This is disgusting. Ralph Northam, you're an embarrassment. But the idea, and this is where it comes again, government can help. Government's the solution. Government can help. If government stopped right now, if every single government COVID regulation went away, what would happen? If the people of Virginia felt safe enough to flood a stadium with 80,000 people, did they have the freedom to do that? No, Scott, because they're dumb. Don't you understand? Without government, they'll kill everybody. So if Trump comes to Virginia to do a rally, you think our governor's going to be down there handing out tickets? He said he would. It's a new law now. He wouldn't dare. But the premise drives me insane. The premise is you, as a serf and a peasant of, of Virginia, the one that used to be free, the one Patrick Henry was bragging about, and James Madison and George Washington used to live in, that Virginia is dead. It is now, you are a serf and a peasant. You're dumb. You're stupid. You can't protect yourself. Without my mandate, you might go somewhere without a mask. The state is sad and blue. You might go somewhere without a mask. And without Ralph Northam, you can't have people making decisions like that. The death rate is 0.06%, Lee Brothers. Ralph Northam's a disgusting human being, to say it frankly. And with the love of Jesus in my heart, I say that to you. It's, it's awful. It got worse last night, too, with Biden and this coronavirus, and uh, Trump argued about the coronavirus. It got, it got pretty nasty last night, and I thought uh, Trump did a pretty good job uh, dealing with it. But here is, uh, here is the, the clip on the virus from Biden's standpoint. What I would say is I'm going to shut down the virus, not the country. That's a lie. You're going to shut down the virus? How are you going to do that without shutting down the country? And by the way, you don't shut down the virus. You and Mark Warner are hilarious. Mark Warner has an ad running right now that says, I want to stop the, stop the virus. You're not going to stop it. The mask doesn't stop the virus. In fact, there's argument that it even stops the spread of virus. All the hand touching on the mask and moving it around. It's on the floor. Pick it up. Put it on. It's hanging from the rearview mirror. Masks aren't even clean. Biden continues. Listen to this rationale here. What I would say is I'm going to shut down the virus, not the country. It's his ineptitude that caused the, virus, caused the country to have to shut down in large part. You shut it down. Why businesses have gone under, why schools are closed, why so many people have lost their living, and why they're concerned. And yet you were the one who said Trump was overreacting, shutting down our borders, not allowing anyone from Canada to come in, obviously from China, but other countries— he, he stopped people from coming here from other countries, and you said, that's not fair, that's crazy, that's overreacting, and now you're, now you're saying and he's overreacting it's now. because he did all this that you know, no. we're all going to die from this virus. The virus shutdown was not because of Republican policies. No, not at all. I mean, imagine quarantining healthy people. Do you think that's a Republican constitutional idea? We've never quarantined healthy people. When the smallpox disease was killing a third of the colonists and the early Americans, did we quarantine healthy people? No. And we shouldn't be doing it now. But that's what this is. And Biden's shutdown and Democrats' shutdown is a quarantine of healthy people. And it's hurting America. 
Biden made the statement he would shut down the entire country. Every business, now, he knows every he can't school. Do that, but he did say that. He yes. said he would shut down everything. In one minute, you'll hear Trump take it on. He did a pretty good job. But still, Ralph Northam and his $500 fine. Is that freedom? No. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's not a joke. It's a real deal. In one minute, theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. Ever heard this sound bite? Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Hi, this is Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers. Why let someone pry your gun from your cold, dead fingers? The Lee Brothers don't want this to happen to you. We want your gun. Help the Lee Brothers get guns off the streets. Introducing our new free gun collection program. Simply send us an email and we will come pick up the guns or the unwanted guns absolutely free. We are making every effort to make our community safer from unwanted weapons. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. Because we care. Email us today. A new name but the same trusted staff. The Madison Heights Monarchy Car Care Center across from Lowe's is now Chrome Auto Repair. Oil and filter changes, tune-ups, alignments, brake repairs, mufflers, everything to keep you on the go. Chrome Auto Repair is a new name but the decade of experience on fixing problems hasn't changed. Chrome Auto Repair knows your repair work is really about the family and passengers. That's why it must be done right the first time. Stop by and say hello to your longtime friends at Chrome Auto Repair on Route 29 in Madison. Loud thunder, heavy rain, thin line between joy and pain. It's a long, strange trip. It's all insane. You ain't never You stupid, sir. You stupid peasant of Virginia. You don't know anything. You don't know how to protect yourself. Without Ralph Northam's mandate and fining you $500, you might walk around without a mask. Because you just don't know. You're just too stupid. Stopping. At your local Wawa, Food Lion, Sheets, wherever you stop to pump your gas and pick up a few grocery items, you better wear your mask because I can go to any Wawa right now and probably half of the people in there are not wearing masks. Well, look, Joe Biden and Ralph Northam, you know, Biden is going to fix this with um, he held the mask up in the debate last night and said, just wear this as if that's the answer to it. Trump had a response. This is an interesting back and forth about the virus and how Biden ends it is disgusting. We have to open our country. Yes. You know, I've said it often. The cure cannot be worse than the problem itself. And that's what's happening. And he wants to close down. He'll close down the country if one person in our in our massive bureaucracy says we should close it down. Vice President Biden, your response. Simply not true. They need resources to open. You need to be able to, for example, if you're going to open a business, have social distancing within the business. You need to. You don't think people know that? This is what I can't stand about a politician standing up there lecturing you. If we're going to open a business, you've got to have six feet apart. The people aren't dumb. If they don't think they're at risk, they do what they want. But people know. People he th- know. He thinks everyone's stupid because they're not smart like him. Have if you have a restaurant, you need to have plexiglass dividers so people cannot infect one another. You need to be in a position where you can take testing rapidly and know whether a person is in fact infected. You need to be able to trace. You need to be able to provide We're doing all that all the resources that are needed to do this. And by the way, all you teachers out there, not that many of you are going to die, so don't worry about <laughs> it. That, not that is, many of you are going to die. That is unbelievable. It could be you, but not that many. Biden goes through all that and then says, well, you're not many are going to die. In other words, what he's assuming is you've got to shut this thing down. You can't go to school. Teachers might die. Trump's right. 
if we're going to shut down and quarantine the healthy because we're scared someone might get sick, we're going to destroy not only our country and the capitalistic system, we're going to destroy lives that aren't by the virus. Look what we're doing to our kids right now in school. Henrico County is actually arguing about whether to go back to school. Now, the good news is the school board voted yesterday 4-1 to one to send them back four days a week on November 30th. November 30th. And there was one board member who said no. Christy Kinsella. She said she simply couldn't support since it's right after the holidays with so many families travel, which could increase the spread of COVID. So, again, the spread of COVID isn't the problem. The death from COVID is the problem. So why don't we check and see what the death rate is? Oh, well, the survival rate's 99.94%. Hey, Christy Kinsella, what should the survival rate be? What does it need to be for you to say, yeah, let's go back to school? That's By the way, that survival rate number is everyone in America. The kids that go to that school, it's like 99.99999%. I mean, it's outrageous. We are lying to the people of Virginia. We're lying to the country. But Henrico County, thanks to Kinsella, who was the only pushback. By the way, Henrico did the right thing by voting this way. But November 3rd? I mean, November 30th? And only four days a week? Wednesday's virtual. You see, Wednesday, COVID attack, so we'll take Wednesday off. Wednesday is liked by the COVID folks. <laughs> you know, she says... She doesn't want any of them to go back because they'll catch the COVID. There's one one school where one person has caught COVID. You think they caught it there? Yeah, right. Why they is it didn't school? catch it there. They right. caught it when they left school. They went somewhere else, and they got hung up with someone with COVID, and and they caught it. They didn't catch it at school. We've told the country that COVID is a death sentence. Yeah, we have. And we told teachers. If you get it, you'll die. Yet teachers are scared out of their mind. They're scared. They don't even want to go back to school. Here, here's a teacher, uh, and during the Henrico debate, a teacher saying, let me see if I get this quote. This is a, this is a teacher saying, um, oh, yeah, here's a teacher. Every time we get close to this choice, I lose sleep. I'm not to give up my job that I worked hard to get three degrees. This is my dream job. Parents, I'm begging you to take us into consideration. Dana Franson is the county teacher who said this. Now, her father has a heart condition, but she's talking about her. Take us into consideration. I'm 99.94% includes her father, includes everyone. So again, the teacher, what should the survival rate be so that we can get back to school? This is a lie. This is very damning. It's destroying our country. It's destroying who we are as a people. And it's way blown out of proportion. University of Virginia, they have a new restriction. You can't gather five people in one area. UVA. And they're shocked that students who have a survival rate of almost, almost 100% are seen without a mask. Here's what the news channel said in Charlottesville this week. It's been less than a month since the University of Virginia implemented restrictions on gatherings. It was five people 
and up to 10 last week. But as NBC 29's Max Marcilla shows us, even with the increase, that policy may have been publicly violated. That's our top <laughs> story at 10. It's a top story! Publicly, publicly violated. violated. Violated publicly. Oh, put some good words together there. Unbelievable. And that, boy, that's 10 people. That's 50 bucks yeah. for oh, the state. Uh, exactly. Good point. Maybe Ralph Northam ought to go to the campuses all over Virginia. I mean, there's a, a ticket book. Ticket with just writing all these college kids. How dare they? I wonder if he gets a badge for that. Don't college kids know they're in danger? Don't college kids know they're killing people? Of course, it's 0.06%, but don't they know it's a possibility? <laughs> Unreal. Listen to this now. They make a big Those deal. guidelines are still in place, but this afternoon we received videos and photos that showed there may not be full compliance. No way! Are you kidding? They got videos and pictures. There may not be full compliance at UVA. These stupid students. Maybe we should cancel college. Let's cancel students in general. We don't need students. We don't need teachers. Teachers are scared to death. Just cancel everything. There's a risk of COVID. This is out of control. This video taken by a student captures what he says is the line to Trinity Irish Pub just steps away from university grounds at 9.30 p.m. last Thursday. He says this photo was taken two days later. <laughs> Same spot during this? the university's football game. A whole newscast. But it's this video that might be the biggest concern. No masks evident and very little distancing. Oh, no. The anonymous taker of the video said this one is from Saturday night. We reached out to the Thomas Jefferson Health District to see if they have received any complaints. Their spokesperson, Catherine Goodman, said they have been made aware of the video and are following up with the business to review COVID-19 plans and regulations. Thank goodness they're in charge of this. Those poor kids. I'm surprised you didn't say, you know, we haven't really received any complaints yet, but uh, Thursday night... The I was all over the place. Nobody was sneezing on me or coughing on me, so I wasn't worried to mask either. All right, so coming up, uh, it's it's worse than just UVA students without a mask. Now Christmas. That's a movie. <laughs> it's a, That's a movie. It's title. a horror movie. UVA now, students without a mask. Now, uncensored. But UVA students without a mask. But now Christmas is being canceled. Scotland said. No, it's definitely already a movie. Digital Christmas, <laughs> digital Christmas. There's no Christmas for you this year. That's next. LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. Ever heard this sound bite? Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Hi, this is Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers. Why let someone pry your gun from your cold, dead fingers? The Lee Brothers don't want this to happen to you. We want your gun. Help the Lee Brothers get guns off the streets. Introducing our new free gun collection program. Simply send us an email and we will come pick up the guns or the unwanted guns absolutely free. We are making every effort to make our community safer from unwanted weapons. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. Because we care. Email us today. A new name but the same trusted staff. The Madison Heights Monarchy Car Care Center across from Lowe's is now Chrome Auto Repair. Oil and filter changes, tune-ups, alignments, brake repairs, mufflers, everything to keep you on the go. Chrome Auto Repair is a new name but the decade of experience on fixing problems hasn't changed. Chrome Auto Repair knows your repair work is really about the family and passengers. That's why it must be done right the first time. Stop by and say hello to your longtime friends at Chrome Auto Repair on Route 29 and Madison. COVID-19 is spreading 
It's a virus. It's going to spread. The panic over this has reached massive biblical proportions. And it's if you haven't noticed, it's really pushed by the media and Democrats. Why is that? Are Republicans just stupid? Are, are red states just dumb? No, they don't have a problem with it spreading. They have a problem with the death rate. We know who gets sick, who the risks are. We should protect them. We don't take people who are perfectly healthy and say, don't go anywhere. We don't tell people who are perfectly healthy, don't celebrate Christmas. But that's what Scotland's doing. Scotland is saying that gatherings of more than six people from two households are banned. You, you, and you think that's there. We just had a governor say, if, if you don't have a mask, it's a $500 fine. You don't think the next step is saying households are going to be looked at? The survival rate is 99.94%, and we're allowing this. England, gatherings of more than six people from two households are banned. Sorry about Christmas. Yeah, the number does not include children under the age of 12. Well, how nice of them. Our children, they don't, listen to how evil they are. They actually are okay with children under 12 making the number higher. How dare they? What about Halloween? That's a serious holiday. Serious. That's a scary holiday. It could be spread that way. They go on to say big family gatherings look like they are off the table this year. There's no escape outside the home either. London's Winter Wonderland has been canceled. Berlin's Christmas Market has been canceled. Office parties are canceled. Hotels are closing their dining rooms. Not just over there, but here. Thomas Jefferson Hotel. The Jeff- Which, by the way, is absolutely a winter wonderland for Christmas. Gorgeous. Who doesn't want to go there and see it every year? It's just perfect. Now you can't. Well, if you can't, then why do we have to wear a mask everywhere if we can't? Go to the places we want to go without a mask. How come we have to wear a mask everywhere else we go? Oh, that's interesting. I thought mask worked. If mask worked, then why can't we go see the Christmas lights at exactly. Jefferson Hotel? Exactly. Unbelievable. I'm a little shocked. Actually, if it's such a bad disease and someone could die, why do they have a hotel at all? Close it down. Tear it down. <laughs> exactly. Let Antifa burn it down. Why do we even have a hotel if we have this? If it's this bad that we have to fine people $500 in Virginia if you go without a mask, I don't think we should let people do anything. We let people work. We're letting people go to McDonald's and serve food. There's a disease that's killing people. The annual tree lighting event that typically draws hundreds of onlookers for cookies and hot chocolate at the Jefferson Hotel will be banned. You can't go. Visitors who are in the hotel, they're allowed. Well, wait a minute. Why are they allowed? I thought this was a crisis of biblical purpose. I thought people were dying. You I guess mean- you have to check into the hotel to go. You do. That's a real. That's a marketing thing. That's, that's a way a of saving scheme. a few dollars. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, but dying over a quarter pounder with cheese, I don't think so. <laughs> that's an incredibly good point. Outrageous, isn't it? Of course it is. But remember, you can't do this on your own. Only Joe Biden, Ralph Northam know how to protect you. You stupid surf and peasant. Unbel- Only they know how dangerous this is. If they lift all these barriers, then you would go out and do something. Dummies. Thank God they're there. Thank God for Ralph Northam. Find them. You've Find got them me all. pumped up. Where's my mask? <laughs> all right, coming up. Abigail Spanberger and Nick Freitas debated. We got the clips. We'll share them with you next. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com.
Where were you when the world stopped turning? America. On that September day. Just after 534, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Virginia citizens and American patriots, the Lee brothers, love a country, freedom, and liberty. The things Washington, Madison, George Mason, and Patrick Henry talked about that are nearly dead today, thanks to people like Ralph Northam, Joe Biden, and Abby Spanberger. That's coming up. My name's Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left. Sometimes this far left. Is Richard Lee. Hey, check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. There you'll find a couple great videos about the coronavirus, about uh, Twitter's banning of uh, certain news stories. Uh, just two great videos. I promise you you'll like them, theleebrothers.com. I watched the uh, debate this week between Nick Freitas and Abigail Spanberger, and it's no different than watching the debate, the presidential debate. Both these people would be at the national federal level making national law. And a lot of the things that happen in the Biden-Trump debate are the same topics that happen in the Abigail Spanberger-Freitas debate, because they would be voting on the policies of each one of their presidents. And I found it interesting that there is no difference between Joe Biden and Abigail Spanberger. There's no difference between Abigail Spanberger and Nancy Pelosi, even if she tries to make you think there is. There isn't. She is the one where, and I want people to think about this. If you're wondering about Spanberger, I want you to go pull up the the uh, the uh, presidential State of the Union speech in January, and I want you to watch it because Abigail Spanberger is one of the women in the white dresses. They all liberals dressed in white. The women did, and watch her reaction to all things that are good about America. This woman is a radical out-of-control leftist, and she, in this debate, painted herself as this moderate, listen to both sides, it's pure lie. She will vote for everything Biden wants. She'll vote for everything Nancy Pelosi wants. She is not a conservative, middle-of-the-road or moderate. That she's painted, every ad says that, doesn't it? Yes, it does. So she is about as bad as they can be. Nick Freitas is the opposite. I mean, great understanding of free markets, free people, and what the Constitution means. But it started with this debate about law and order and riots. There's no right-wing riots. There are left-wing riots all over the country burning it down. Abigail Spanberger is tied to that. It's her party. It's Democrats. She's a Democrat. Nick Freitas brought it up, and here's a really strange answer she gave to it. Violence is violence, destruction of property is destruction of property, but our First Amendment right is to peaceably assemble. That's not peaceably assembling. That's not peaceably assembling at all. Listen to how brilliant this actually statement is. Violence is violence. Wow, that's interesting. Violence is what? It's violence. violence. Hey, she figured that out. Hang on. It's what now? Violence is violence. Violence is violence. She figured that out all by herself. She's incredibly brilliant. Violence is violence. Destruction of property is destruction of property. That's even more bright. Driving so, a car is driving a car. Did I get that right? <laughs> talking eating is pancakes talking. is eating pancakes. Bri- breathing is breathing. Uh, unbelievable. That's just greatest right there. And what is it again? Destruction of property is destruction of property. Mm. But our First Amendment right is to peaceably assemble. 
So are you saying we can burn buildings down and tear up people's property? And when they come to arrest us, we say, wait, I am peaceably assembling here. It's a really how I roll. I remember when I heard that, I was thinking, what? Why why would she even say that? She didn't say it even in a context that made sense. She literally came back from the challenge and said, violence is violence. Destruction of property is destruction of property. But our First Amendment right is to peaceably assemble. Brilliant. I'm voting for her just because of that. She knew what violence is. What she knew what violence is, Richard. It's violence. She knows what destruction of property is. <laughs> she knows what destruction of property the woman, is. The woman is a moron. She's an idiot. She knows about these things. That's She's a foul-mouthed she... idiot at that. Well, possibly. So then the taxes came, the tax conversation. Of course, we know Abigail's position on taxes, just like Joe Biden's. Joe Biden pushes through a tax increase. You think Abigail Spanberger will sign it? Of course. This tax reform, this bill, it added trillions of dollars to the debt uh, when we were still recovering from the recession of the last decade and left us in a position even further unprepared to come into this pandemic. What we need to do moving forward is have an honest conversation about tax reform. An honest conversation about tax That would be new for you. An honest conversation. That would be new for all of your Democratic electees and hopefuls honest conversation honest conversation i'd like to be a fly on the wall for that well first of all an honest conversation it comes back to the simple point if biden was going to raise taxes abigail would you support them of course you would Mm -hmm. no doubt she will nick freitas had a comment on taxes also they are going to do just that they are going to raise taxes not just on corporations they're going to raise taxes on people here families here within the seventh district to the tune of at least twenty five hundred dollars per household potentially as high as forty eight hundred dollars per household I don't see how in the midst of a pandemic, when people are desperately trying to pay the bills, pay the rent, keep their businesses open, you're going to raise taxes on them at the same time. And yet that's exactly what they want to do. If you look at pre-COVID, here's what we saw. When you lowered tax rates for individuals and businesses, we saw more businesses coming to the United States. We saw them expanding the workforce and creating the job opportunities that we all need. And let's be honest, we lowered those corporate tax rates to make it more competitive with overseas competition. If you raise them back up, you're going to continue to drive businesses overseas. Right. And this is one of the problems that we have with Democrat manipulation of the economy. They don't want to, when they talk about having to pay for tax cuts, you don't have to pay for tax cuts. You have to pay for government spending. Exactly right. What a breath of fresh air. I mean, that's just logical. It's right. Um, and, it, 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 you know, Abigail Spanberger has never met a tax increase she's not going to love. She's going to be all over it. She hated the Trump tax cuts. If you can repeal the Trump's tax cuts, she's going to do it. She, she wanted it. She didn't think they were good for America. She hates them because they didn't come from Biden or Nancy Pelosi. Well, she hates them because they're against what she wants. She doesn't want you to have more money. She wants more money to spend. Still, if those two requested a tax increase, Spanberger would be all over it. Without without question, she is. Uh, that's who she is. But when you have a politician who thinks that giving your money back causes deficits, that is what's wrong. It's not you keeping your money that causes deficits. It's their spending that causes deficits. I don't know why that's so hard to figure out. If you if you got a pay cut from your employer, could you go to your employer and say, you're going to cause debt in my household? The employer's going to go, excuse me? What, what are you talking about? Well, you cut my pay. Well, cut your spending. <laughs> what are you talking about? In every other world, that makes sense. 
But Abigail Spamberger sits up there and goes, if you cut taxes, by the way, it doesn't always cut revenue, but let's just say it does. If you cut taxes and cut revenue, then we're going to have deficit spending. No, that's your fault, Abigail. Congress holds the purse strings of the country. You're a congressman. You could vote to cut spending. But you don't want to do that. You want to blame the taxpayer for debt. I get it. I keep my earned money, and you blame me for the debt. If I don't keep my money and give it to you, I still get blamed for the debt because I didn't pay enough. Women out there should don't take this personally, but women love to spend money. <laughs> oh, that's the way it is. I don't and she's true. no different than any of you. Is that really helping your case? I don't know that. Well, Sounded pretty funny, though. I'm just saying. You, would you mind repeating it for the? Women love <laughs> to spend money. Love, 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 love. Oh, it's t- no matter what they buy, it's money they spend it. Mm-hmm. All right, so here's a little bit of clip on um, the climate change. Abigail and Nick, uh, it's a very good clip. I think you'll appreciate this. Should the United States rejoin the Paris Agreement? Yes, the United States should continue wow. to demonstrate its leadership. Okay, so there's a quick difference right there. Abigail says yes. Nick says no. You have a massive choice here. I think we demonstrated our leadership by reaching in and taking the money back. Exactly. And saying goodbye. We're showing leadership. That's a great point. We did show leadership. We said stick it in your ear. That's The rest of you people, if you're smart, you'll take your money and run too. Uh, When it comes to addressing issues of climate change, and we were doing that uh, as part of the, the Paris Agreement, and we should return to it. We left the Paris Accords and we reduced our carbon emissions by 140 million metric tons. Wow. There you go. The EU stayed within the Paris Accord and they increased theirs by 140 million metric tons. Not to mention the fact that there was a Republican bill that said that we could rejoin the accord if it didn't cause a net loss of jobs to China and Congresswoman Spamberger voted against that. Boom. Ouch. Mmm. Listen to that one. People of Virginia, 7th District, did you hear that? Very good, Nick Freitas. Outstanding. Nick rocks. He needs to be <laughs> in Congress. He needs to be there. All right, coming up. Uh, a few more clips on this, but you got to hear Mark Warner say free markets don't work. Yep, you're U.S. Senator from Virginia. Free markets don't work. That is next in 60 seconds. The LeeBrothers.com. The Lee Brothers. Neither does his tuna melt sandwich.com. <laughs> Your EBT card allows you to feed your family when times are tough. Now put your EBT card to better use. Better use. Those kids will be just fine. Announcing the Get Out of Jail EBT card. New from American Distress. Posting bail the old-fashioned way can be so tedious. Say what? It's a pain in the booty. Oh, right, right. But now you can post bail with your plastic EBT card and be on your way in no time. Before they find out about those other warrants. And you can earn bonus points back with our frequent bailers program. Ask your probation officer for details. Post bail. Buy baloney. Get two for one drinks during happy hour. Discounts on concerts. Doctor visits. Buy music online. Gasoline discounts. And even important things like lottery tickets. This ain't your mama's EBT card. Or maybe it is. It doesn't really matter. What's in your wallet? Hey, that's my EBT card. Oh, Sorry. EBT, not just for food anymore. So Nick Freitas and Abigail Spamberger faced off. Nick did a great job. Abigail just showed that she's a leftist, and there should be no doubt about that. 
In fact, one of the great dividing lines in leftism versus republicanism, small r, uh, free markets and free people, is a minimum wage. These people are running to be Congress of the federal government, and they're debating whether there ought to be a wage set in a far-off land we call Washington, D.C. for the entire country? Shouldn't the states be more involved in that? Here's Abigail Spanberger talking about the minimum wage. Uh, and I have voted in support of raising the minimum wage on a phased increase to $15 an hour. I supported an amendment that would exempt certain small businesses under... Why? Why would you have an amendment to exempt businesses? I thought it was a good thing, Abigail. If is it's it not a bad good... idea all the way around, yeah. Eddie? Or is it a good idea all the way is around? It's a good idea. Personally, I think it's a bad idea. It's a horrible, worthless idea. And, and actually, Nick Freitas destroyed this, and uh, he talked about... Uh, really, the purpose of of trying to have the minimum wage at the federal level is he did a great job. Here it is. So if you wanted to do something that would systematically ensure greater income inequality, doubling the cost of hiring someone that is young or has low-skilled labor uh, that needs that first job to be able to rise up within the marketplace, that's the way to do it. And that's exactly what Congresswoman Spamberger voted to do. And that's exactly who's going to get the majority of the $15 and our pay hikes are the kids, the teenagers. I just don't understand why people think it's a good idea that the federal government set a wage. You want a minimum wage, go to the states. That's a legitimate argument at the state level. But why would a federal government set a wage for Montana? <laughs> Where does that come from? I mean, Nick, Nick is right here. Nick Freitas is right. If you want less employment, Make it twice as expensive. That's the law of supply and demand. It's called economics. You want less employment, make it expensive. You want more employment, make it cheaper. Duh! Companies are going to let people go. And there won't be any new hiring for a while because they've got to get everything adjusted to this new minimum wage set by Joe Biden and his cronies. Right. Um, so if you order something, it's going to take longer to get it. If you go to buy a hamburger, it's going to cost twice as much. You're going to get a $15 quarter pounder with cheese, probably. It's, it's going to be bad for everyone out there. It's interesting the demarcation that the minimum wage makes and the differences between the two parties. It really is. I mean, it's so gutless and easy to say a minimum wage should be high. And then you start thinking about it, the smart people go, well, wait a minute, there's ramifications of that. How does that work? Well, they're just saying it so they could buy votes. True. That's exactly right. They just want to buy votes. And the bottom line is, it's not going to work. If, if you let them buy your vote, it's going to be a cold day in hell before you get your $15 an hour. And you may never get it. Right. You may never see it. The employer and the employee should decide wages. Exactly. That's where it lives. If an employee says, I'll work for this, then there you go. You got a job. If you work hard and you're an asset to that company, you're going to make more money. You know, there might be 10 people doing the same job, and if you're the best at it, you're going to get paid more than the other nine. And if you're not, you, you have the right to leave there and go to another company who will pay you what you're worth. So Nick Freitas had a closing um, statement. I thought it was fantastic. Here's the closing hit. For those in District 7, listen to what Freitas says here. 
My opponent votes with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez almost 90% of the time and then comes back to the district and claims to be a moderate. She has voted for legislation which will lead, eventually lead to gun confiscation. She has voted for legislation that will make it significantly more difficult for small businesses to be able to hire people that desperately need a job. She has voted for a federal takeover of election law. She's voted for a bill called HR1 that would actually give government funds to political campaigns. So now you are forced to subsidize the political ads I'm sure you're already sick of seeing. I don't think this is a record of moderation. It's not. It sounds like a ridiculous record. Spamberger is not a moderate, not anywhere close to it. And that he's exactly right. A great wrap-up to that. Let's make sure that Nick Freitas has a, a real shot at winning District 7. I think it's going to be very, very difficult. Uh, uh, Spamberger's all over the airwaves, TV, everything, trash, and Nick Freitas has how much he hates puppies how I kick a dog and hates kids with autism. It's the most outrageous. This is what the left does. The left thinks that government's role is to do all these things, and when someone comes along and goes, it's not the government's role, they're evil. Doesn't Spanberger, Spanberger have a nice slogan? Spanberger, don't knock her till you fry her. <laughs> so uh, pivoting to the Senate race, uh, Mark Warner against um, Daniel Gade. And, and by the way, uh, this is an easy one, too giving Mark Warner's background and about every single thing. But in the debate with, with uh, Gabe, they, he, he said something in the regards to health care. And this was a little nugget that I pulled out of it. And I took it in context, but I'm not going to play the entire context for it. I just I challenge you to go hear the health care debate segment of their meeting. But here's what he said. It's outrageous. The private market, it just doesn't work. Now, the I, private market just doesn't work. Now, I don't know that the context would make any difference because I'm going to tell you something. If I ever heard a Republican say this, they wouldn't be one. I would never say these words. Never. The private market, it just doesn't work. It works every time. In fact, there's not a time that it doesn't work. So if you have a business or you work for a business, you really enjoy working there, that's not what the Democrats want you to have. If Mark Warner thinks that the private market doesn't work in any capacity, what makes him think it's working in other capacities? It worked when he had his business, did it, it, it not? It gave him money, did yeah, Lots sure of money. Did. And he sold his business. Did he rip somebody off? The private market doesn't work. Daniel gave play this clip everywhere. Put an ad out. The private market doesn't work. Imagine a U.S. senator in the United States of America in free markets capitalism say— Excuse me, saying something like this. The private market, it just doesn't work. Now, he's talking about health care. That's the context that we got this clip from. So he doesn't think health care works. In the, and since when? Since you showed up and said, I know better? Actually, it would work so much better in the private market. That's where it excels. That's where it gets really good. That's where prices come down. The problem is it's never been allowed to be a free market because guess what? People like Mark Warner, who put regulations on it and regulations and tell them they got to do this and offer this and make them do this. It's insane. All of these things they make them do cost money. Every bit of them. It's the whole world is upside down. Yet Mark Warner is allowed, and no one even notices it, to say something like the that. The private market, it just doesn't work. Darn it, if it only worked. Shazam. Only I had no idea. So if a U.S. senator thinks it doesn't work, what do you think he's proposing? I mean, think about that. He's saying the private market doesn't work. So what does? 
your your market, Mark Warner, a overreaching regulated market works? Where? That should scare everyone to death, quite honestly. Nowhere. Should scare everyone to death. But that's kind of where we are today, isn't it? That a U.S. senator gets to say these things and work perfectly. By the way, the other thing that was very interesting real quickly is uh, Schumer and the Democrats, the senators, uh, were upset about the Comey Barrett nomination. So they they didn't even go through the process. They put posters of people in their chairs during the voting of people who get their health care taken away by evil Amy Comey Barrett. That's complete horse dung. And then and then they went outside and protested. Here's what Chuck Schumer said outside. But a Republican majority has left us no choice. We are boycotting this illegitimate hearing. The nomination of Amy Coney Barrett is the most illegitimate process I have ever witnessed in the Senate. Wow. Ever witnessed. Illegitimate. What what does that mean? Is it means that the legal you shouldn't do it? Illegit it's completely legitimate. Completely legal. It's within the rules and it's been done before. Wow. The most illegitimate thing he's ever seen in the Senate. And by the way, he should know he's been there 75 years. Ever? That's quite the statement. All right, coming up. What did we learn these last two hours? We'll share that with you in one minute. TheLeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. Think you know China? Now you can learn the real truth with the China Channel, a subsidiary of the PLA. It's the best of Chinese TV on one network. Ask your cable provider for the latest real Chinese news from the real Chinese media. After the real Chinese censors tell them what to say. See Chinese television classics like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Cougar Town with some young guy. Your child will love Sesame Street Beijing, featuring the egg roll monster, Oscar the Capitalist, and Big Bird, served with dumpling. And on the Chi-Fi Channel, see the new Chinese Space Command battle giant space aliens until the satellite feed is cut for a Tiananmen Square job. Hey, six billion Chinese can't be wrong. Ask your cable provider for the Chinese News Network. Not affiliated with CNN. Yeah, kind of. A George Soros Chairman Mao production. Go as quickly as you can, Grasshopper. Snatch the propaganda from my hand. <laughs> that is a wrap. Yes, it is. What did we learn today? <laughs> In the honor of Doc Thompson, what did we learn today, Richard Lee? We learned that uh, Trump and Biden had a fairly peaceful debate. And it only had to turn the mics off a couple of times. And we also learned that Joe Biden is about a full of crap as a Christmas turkey. Mm, we did learn that. Yes, we did. Here's what else we learned. We learned that it's all about this election is about breathing. Future lies in us being able to breathe. Yes, the future lies in us being able to breathe. That's what we learned today. We learned that we don't care about breathing. We could care less. <laughs> breathing is not our forte. We also learned that Ralph Northam thinks you're stupid, and he knows better than you, and he's going to fine you $500 if he sees you without his mask. And that's what good dictators do. He's a benevolent dictator. He cares about the 0.06% death rate. We also learned that Wreck-It Ralph contracted COVID-19. And if that's the case, how did that happen with him wearing the mask? 
Should we find him 500 smackjacks? Winner. That is the winner of what we learned today, Richard. That is absolutely fantastic. Very, very good. We also also learned that Bird Park is for people. And some are shocked that it's not for birds. We also learned that geese can kill you. They're lethal. So <laughs> we didn't learn that. We didn't learn that at all. Them, not one throw, time. Uh, throw the bread and run for your life. <laughs> we also learned that this virus is so deadly. It's so deadly we have to cancel Christmas, yet we allow Jefferson Hotel to be even open? That is insane. We should close it down right now. That's how much we learned today. The only way you can see the Jefferson Hotel, however, is if you stay there. So someone walking down the street, I don't know how it would be handled, $500 fine, mask ripped off their face, kicked into the bush. I don't know. But if you're staying there, you'd be able to see the inside. All right, check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. There you'll find our show archived for your listening pleasure and two great videos, one about the coronavirus and the Constitution that everyone should look at and forward it to Ralph Northam, who needs to see it, for the love of God. Love of God. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy this fall weather. Fall is finally here, and I truly love it. And we'll see you next week. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.